Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same. And if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in America when men were free. To another edition of Gun Freedom Radio, where we educate, we engage, and we inform. We are brought to you by azfirearms.com, the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. I am one of your hosts, Cheryl Todd. And I'm Dan Todd. You know, Cheryl, our theme today is something I've been trying to tell people since the day I first fired a gun. What is that? that? Firearms are serious fun. They are serious fun, and, and you could put a little dash between those, right? They're serious, and they're fun, right? Yep. Is, isn't that what we're going to talk uh, about today? Yeah, but let's talk mostly about the fun part of it. <laughs> I think we are, honestly, at least for the first hour. Well, we got a great show, and you know, our first guest is uh, Zev Nadler. He's the owner and operator of Best Dronage. It's an aerial and ground video, and he does it with a drone. It's so cool. It's so cool, you guys. And he's cool. So stick around. You're going to want to hear about it. And then we're going to tell you about a link where you can see some of the video that he shot with his, his aerial drone videography. So Yeah, it makes me want one. Yeah. And I know that if I had one, it wouldn't go two feet before it would be told. <laughs> it would but, land in the tree like every one of those airplanes I ever bought you for Christmas. Cheryl, I got a remote control boat one time. It landed in a tree. Okay. <laughs> I think that's a true story. Yeah. <laughs> we also have uh, Barbara Baird. She's the owner and publisher of Women's Outdoor News, which features news, reviews, and stories about women who are shooting, hunting, fishing, and actively engaging in outdoor adventure. What a great lady she is. We got to spend some time with her. We did in Kentucky. You're jumping ahead of the script yep. here. We're going to talk about Kentucky, but... I'm just all next? excited because I know, I firearms know. are fun. <laughs> We also have Carrie Lightfoot. She's a founder and owner of the Well-Armed Women, the largest and most trusted women's resource in the USA. Then we're going to have our second hour with Robin Sandoval. She's a, a converted anti-gunner. True story. Whoa. For reals. We like that, right? We, we do like that because she, she was very methodical about it. She's very intelligent about it. Um, and I, she's got a great story. So I'm excited to, to bring her on and... Uh, have have everybody meet her, but you know she went from being anti-gun to now being a certified NRA firearms instructor and the manager of Juliana Crowder's A Girl and a Gun. I mean right. that is a huge leap from one side to the other. Can't wait to talk to her. That converted anti-gunner. That's great. And then Debbie Despan, she's a registered nurse. Another one that's a shock. A lot of the nurses. Ooh, there's. We have violence with guns. We don't like guns, but she likes guns. And she's a mom, an NRA-certified instructor, and 2016 Bianchi Cup competitor. Then we have Scott Levin. He's a wildlife recreation branch chief at the Arizona Game and Fish Department. So this is going to be an awesome show. It is a really exciting lineup. And so you did let the cat out of the bag, and you said we spent a lot of time with our friend, Miss Barbara Baird, in Kentucky. Why were we in Kentucky and spending time with our friend, Miss Barbara Baird? 
what, what were we there? No, the NRA convention. It was awesome. What there was what seventy thousand people or something like that there. And 70,000 of, of your closest best friends. Cheryl tried to talk to every single one of those people there, too. <laughs> Almost made it. Yeah, she did. There was those two people that I just couldn't catch up with. <laughs> yeah, we, it was awesome. We got to meet so many nice people and the activities they had there and the new guns and just the excitement of all these people talking about guns. It's so true, and I'm sure everybody knows by now, but there was a big announcement made at one of the events they have. It's called the NRA ILA Leadership Forum, and so they have you know some big national speakers there. And the first speaker was this guy you may have heard of. His name is Donald Trump. So he was there, and they made a big announcement that the NRA has now officially endorsed his presidential run. Right, and you know, we've talked to a lot of people who are in Kentucky. There were some that said, oh, I will never vote for Trump. And, you know, he wasn't my first pick. I have to be honest with you. But the more I, I listen to him and the more I hear what he has to say, it changed my mind. But what I tried to tell the people that didn't want to vote for Trump and said they wouldn't vote for him is that let's don't vote for Trump. Let's vote for the 11 judges that he has picked to, mm-hmm. to, to be the, uh, the new judge. Right. That is what's important to us because... We only You're have talking about the Supreme Court the Supreme judges. Court judges. We only have two choices. We're going to vote for a, we either or three really. We can not vote at all, mm-hmm. which means it's a vote for a Democrat, or we can vote for a man that says he's going to appoint some of these eleven judges that he handpicked, mm-hmm. and they're they're all good. There's a lot of good people there. So let's look at it at a different angle. And and it's that way anyway. I mean, what politician do you know that like that you like everything he's about? Yeah, that would be impossible. Um, And it's not even just about the Supreme Court nominees that uh, the the 11 that you're talking about that that Donald Trump said, these are the people that I would possibly pick from if I become president. But think about the cabinet members that he's going to surround himself with. And some of the names he's put out there are names that I think we could trust. Um, you know, it's hard. The minute you put the, the word politician and trust together, people get nervous. <laughs> right. and, and you look at it, too. I mean, so we're voting for Donald Trump to be president. And he can't, they say he can't run the, the, the nation, right? Mm-hmm. But think about all the things he's accomplished. He didn't do that on his own. He picked, he handpicked people to make those buildings and to make those corporations and run that. He didn't do it himself. Mm-hmm. And so he is a driver. Mm-hmm. And we need a driver in the in the as a president mm-hmm. that can guide and and run the, the nation with these people. Mm-hmm. So he's going to pick people like he picked for his corporations, yeah. and his corporations are working. Well, and then people say, "Well, how about the ones that went bankrupt?" But you know, there's going to be good and bad on both sides. And you, like you said, we're not going to 100 percent align with anybody. And what is the alternative? You know, he is the only candidate that we have that is a viable candidate. You know, I mean, people are talking about the independent. I can't think of his name. Pardon me. That's running. But he I mean, really, would do we really believe that that he would be able to be a viable candidate? I, I don't think so. And so Donald Trump would be the only viable candidate that is professing to support our Constitution and our Second Amendment rights. Because if the Democrats get in, they have promised us. They're trying to backpedal a little bit right now, 
but they have promised us that they're going to do everything they can to undermine the Second Amendment, uh, stack the Supreme Court with um, judges that will vote against the Second Amendment if there's a new challenge, which why wouldn't there be? There's going to be a new challenge. Um, and they are actually hostile towards our Second Amendment rights. So I kind of look at, we, we don't really have any choices left. We right. either vote for the guy with the R next to his name, Donald Trump, or we stay home, which means we're really voting for the person with a D, right? Right. Or we actually vote actively, overtly, for the person with a D. And like I've, I've said in a couple of my, I do some speaking engagements, and I've said in my speaking engagements that, yeah, it'd be cool to say, I voted for the first female American president. But if you understand that it's an either-or, you either get to do that and say that was cool, or you get to keep your Second Amendment rights and protect your family and protect the legacy of, of, of your family and, and the constitutional rights on down the line. To me, that's, that's a no-brainer. I know exactly how I'm going to vote. Well, if you want to do that, why don't you just go ahead and vote for a Republican and say a little white lie like the Democrats do anyway and say, well, I voted for Hillary, the first first <laughs> woman president. Just, just say whatever sounds good. Right. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, I don't even know how we got off on to all of that. But uh, we were going to talk about all the amazing people that we, we met with and saw at, uh, at the NRA meetings. And there is a list as long as my arm including, I just have to say this, we did get to uh, briefly meet and chat with uh, Sheriff David Clark, the people's sheriff. And I just am so impressed with Sheriff David Clark and everything he stands for. When he came out to do his speech uh, at the the NRA ILA leadership forum, he saluted the audience. And he says, people often ask me, why do I salute the audience? And he said, because the insubordinate person salutes the subordinate and he said he's got it right he said i serve the people so i salute you and i thought you know what that is such a a lost thought process with anybody that has even a a glimmer of power they they flip it on its head and they feel like they're the ones in charge and we are to serve them. But anyway, and very briefly at the prayer breakfast, we got to meet with Colonel Alan West, who is a new NRA board member. So those two two people really stood out in my mind as as awesome to get to be able to to get our selfies with. You know, I got my selfies. Well, Cheryl was like a a squirrel gathering nuts. <laughs> And she was just like, she would be talking to somebody and somebody would walk by and, oh, I got to go. And she'd run over there. And uh, it, it, it was more fun watching her than anything, just just seeing her just go everywhere. Oh, but, uh, thank God it, for no, coffee. It was exciting because it's like, okay, you, you got to meet a lot of people. And yeah. these are powerful people that really care about our industry. Yeah. So it's good to support them. It's good to see how humble so many of them are. And, and yeah, I've got a, a whole... Uh, group of, of selfies that I need to share with the world on my Facebook page and on the, the Gun Freedom Radio Facebook Not page. Not only I that, I haven't I've, gotten to it yet. I got to, to see a lot of new product out there and met somebody that's doing some products here in, in Gilbert, Arizona. Oh, wow. So there's some nice stuff out there. Uh, I don't know if we'll have time to talk about everything, but it was, it was awesome. Well, yeah. And you didn't even tell me about that. You're holding out on me. But uh, when we come back, I, I definitely want you to stick around because back in April, we went out 
and took some of our most fun toys because our sponsor, azfirearms.com, the biggest little gun shop in Arizona, is actually owned by Dan and I. And uh, Dan has quite a collection of fun things. He's got full auto, he's got a cannon or five. And so we went out in the desert and we had our first guest who's coming up after this, Zev Nadler, bring out his drone and do some awesome drone video uh, videography of that day. So stick around. We're going to talk about that right after this. When you're working hard to beat debt, you've got to think of creative ways to get your income up. Here's an idea. Sell some stuff at auction. Start with locally owned and operated potofgoldestate.com. The owners, Dan and Cheryl Todd, have over 60 years of combined experience in selling antiques, collectibles, guns, coins, and jewelry. And over their many years in business, they've earned the trust of thousands of people just like you. Whether you're saving for a rainy day emergency fund or paying down debt, let potofgoldestate.com help you get the extra cash you need. Potofgoldestate.com will purchase your items outright, or you can consign them to their twice-a-month online auction. Pot of Gold's nationwide online auction is a great place to get top dollar for your collectibles. They specialize in everything from antiques, coins, high-end collectibles, to cars, boats, guns, and more. Get started today at potofgoldestate.com or visit them off I-10 and Dysart Road in Historic Avondale for some live auction action. For more information, visit potofgoldestate.com. That's potofgoldestate.com. Hey ladies, Cheryl Todd here from azfirearms.com. Many of us ladies are taking the important step of becoming responsibly armed, but it can be an intimidating process. And with all the politics swirling, a first-time gun buyer, whether a guy or a lady, might feel uncertain about where to begin and who to trust. At azfirearms.com, we are a small, friendly, family-owned shop that specializes in first-time gun buyers. We are staffed with knowledgeable people who are ready to help answer all of your questions. My husband Dan and I pride ourselves on having a safe, no-pressure environment. Once you have decided on a purchase, azfirearms.com partners with professional firearms instructors who will train you to become a responsible, safe, prepared, and proficient gun owner. So ladies and gents, when you are looking for personalized service and a huge selection, come to azfirearms.com in Old Town Avondale off the I-10 and Dysart Road or visit us on the web at azfirearms.com. Welcome back to Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are sponsored by azfirearms.com, your nationwide hometown gun shop. And today, the theme of our show is firearms are serious fun. And our first guest can definitely speak to both of those aspects of firearms. Zev Nadler is the owner-operator of Best Dronage. It's an aerial and ground videography company. He's also been the owner of Desert Wolf Tours as a mean to kind of incorporate off-road vehicles and firearms. And he's also something called a firearms concierge. So very interesting guy. Welcome to the show, Zev. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited that uh, we got a chance to meet. I believe we were introduced by uh, Noble C. Hathaway, the president of the Arizona State Rifle and Pistol Association. Yes, yes. Because you'd done some work for them with your videography. We did. We did a ground and air uh, video gig for them back when they uh, did a wonderful day out at Cowtown Range where 
They brought a plethora of vendors with different types of weapons uh, or firearms, uh, including an archer. And it was just a great day that we were able to interview them and, and put together a nice video of the fun. So it's, you know, filming outdoors, there's a challenge. Filming something like firearms, because angles are definitely a challenge. You can't stand in front of them, right? Uh, if you stand too close to the side, you're going to get pelted with, you know, some casings as they're ejected. Um, you know, you always want those slow-mos. So it's already a challenge, but so cool when you get it right. And then you take to the air and you look down on all the action with your drone is so cool. You're right. And, you know, you, you touched on a couple of different things that have actually occurred. So, you know, when I started thinking about drones and firearms, I realized that there has never been a perspective that you can offer with a drone uh, prior to drones being around. So I'm actually able, if the guy's in the prone, I can put my drone five feet above him and angle the camera at 45 degrees, see the casings eject, see the gases, see his trigger press, and so on. Uh, but, but you mentioned a couple interesting things. The first one is being downrange from the blast. So we'll talk a little bit more about our day out there, but I, I'll, I'll mention now that when you shot the howitzer and I was over 100 yards away, it still made the video and the, uh, the gimbal that the camera's hanging on actually shake. So, <laughs> and those are made not to do that, right? Exactly. So that was quite a blast. And then the other thing is we were uh, filming some full auto about three weeks ago, and we had a five foot ten gentleman shooting, and I had the drone at a certain height so that the casings would go over the drone. And then a six foot four guy came up, and I didn't go high enough, and <laughs> one casing got in the way of one propeller, and it cut half oh. a propeller off, and the drone went down, but no damage. Oh well, thank goodness for that. <laughs> yes, you know, and just the stuff you don't think about because you know we've gone out in the desert with our our fun toys on many occasions, and we always think that we're going to come home with cool videos and we're going to splice them and dice them together and we're going to have, you know, uh, little words on the screen to tell who's shooting and what they're shooting. And I'm, a, I'm here to tell you, that is a lot of work and we never do it. <laughs> it was a pleasure to do it for you guys. I mean, you were a really fun, fun group and you had so many interesting firearms out there from you know, uh, a Bren, which I had used back in Israel in, in the 70s uh, and hadn't seen since. And that was a real pleasure to shoot. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it was a lot of fun being out with you guys. And it wasn't that much work to put it together and didn't feel like work at all. So, Well, you're, you're being very humble because this is just really not a do-it-yourselfer project. You know, there's, there's a lot of things out there. You know, like Dan is a gunsmith. And there's so many times when... People have brought in their bag of gun, right? Yeah, but I like that. So don't, don't. No, that's what I'm saying is that you're the professional. You've done it for years. So to you, it's enjoyable. You love it. And to the person that's trying to be the do-it-yourselfer, it's just nothing but frustration and wasted time, you know, misspent hours. So very similar with, with you, Zev, with your uh, best dronage, you know, how often do people come to you after they've torn their hair out going, I just, I don't know what to do. So uh, it's interesting because your video that, you know, you're going to announce that we did for, for the group probably took about 80 hours total. Wow. But it was 80 hours of love. It was so much fun to put it together because we were able to find the very best sequences, slow some things up, 
add some great audio. Mm-hmm. So you're right. Just like, uh, you know, putting together a bag of gun, we really do enjoy that. Um, uh, a lot of people do come to me with footage. Recently, um, I, I do some work as a uh, uh, contractor for Macmillan Stocks. Mm. And Kelly Macmillan, the yeah. owner, uh, was out in Nicaragua and Costa Rica doing some fishing. And he had brought a GoPro camera that actually was underwater able. And he came back with about a half an hour to 45 minutes of good footage of him and his wife, Mary Jo, uh, fishing in the river as well, and asked me to put together a video. And, and that was just great. I put together a nice professional video commemorating their 16th anniversary together. So that's a lot of fun to do. Well, it's incredible work, and it's such quality work. And uh, you don't just film firearms. You also do... We do corporate events. We do team builds. Um, you know, just about anything. If you have a party in your backyard, real estate listings, um, inspections of roofs. So yes, we, we do the full gamut of dronage, as I like to call it. Actually, if you see a Xterra on the road with the license plate dronage, just think it's the best dronage in the drone age. Well, you know, that'd be great. <laughs> I, like I mean, it. you're getting ready to buy a house and you want to really know what your house looks like. So take a picture, you know, have them fly over the house and look at the yard and look at the, the roof and everything. I think that's a great tool. Well, and just to, not to hammer this point as, as to how much work it is and how many hours actually go into creating a, a quality final product. But, you know, a lot of people think, well, I'll just take my own wedding pictures, right? But they don't understand angles and lighting and, you know, all the different things that go into it. So then it, once they do, and then they've ended up with bag of gun or they've ended up with a bunch of, of footage that they don't know how to get put together into a story that makes any sense, it makes the cost of a professional seem so much more doable, right? Yeah, so we did a a wedding at the Phoenician uh, about four months ago, and the perspective of seeing, so so they had a regular videographer doing the front of of the exchanging of the vows, but to actually see the back and to see the beautiful lawn that they were on and the way each other were touching their backs with love Aww. that you're never going to catch from a video on the front. It was just an awesome perspective like as God, well. like God's perspective. <laughs> what <laughs> is he going to see as he, he gazes down on the ceremony? I love it. Okay, so how did you get into all of this? You know, everything that I mentioned you've done has something to do with firearms. So I think you keep just trying to incorporate firearms into your businesses. I- <laughs> you got me. You got me. I'm a victim. I'm always looking to have that fun uh-huh. <laughs> of the firearms portion. But yeah, I I started uh, in the firearms industry when I uh, had opened up my tour company. And prior to that, I owned an IT firm. And uh, unfortunately, in about a 12-month span of time, four friends from Detroit passed away from cancer. My goodness. And that was a rude awakening. And I I spoke to my wife at the time and I said, you know, I don't know what was in the water, but I really would like to have some fun and not be behind the desk. And we sold that IT company and opened up a tour company and the differentiator was that instead of you being in the back of a Jeep or a Hummer, you actually got your own vehicle that you got to drive in a convoy. And we also added AR-15s and Glock 17s, which in the beginning, the Scottsdale Convention Visitors Bureau uh, was a little bit wary of. What? But, but within six <laughs> months, they embraced it and actually put us up as you know the purveyors of, of firearm training. And we were taking folks from five-star hotels, from, uh, from Troon, uh, from the Four Seasons, from the Biltmore, folks from Manhattan or L.A. who had never even seen a gun. Actually, 80% of the folks had never seen a gun. And folks who even were anti-gun, and I'd tell them, hey, 
Whether you're anti or pro, come on out, experience the skills and sensations so that you can articulate your point better in your next argument. And I got to tell you, most of those folks uh, emailed me a month later saying, Zev, I got my first gun. I love it. (laughs) See, it is serious fun. And then tell us about this fire, because that is almost being a firearms concierge right there. It is. And so during that time from uh, 2007 until until right now, I've taught over 9,000 people how to use a variety of either handgun, carbine, or precision rifle. And what I found is that I love the industry. And, and during that time, I did a little stint with Davidson's, which is the largest firearms distributor on the planet, and I was mm-hmm. a Western Territory manager. Mm-hmm. Um, but pretty soon after starting there, I was scooped up by Tracking Point. Tracking Point, you may remember, came out with a rifle that had a network scope that actually allowed you to shoot something 1,200 yards away, whether you were six years old or an experienced Navy SEAL, because it aligned your point of aim with your point of impact. And um, So I learned a lot about the industry. I made a lot of good uh, relationships, and I utilize them now for folks who need some concierge work. Hey, Zev, can you make a strategic connection, or can you go ahead and help me launch this product? I love it. And you are such the perfectly right person to have touched all of these lives and all of these people that either thought they were anti-gun just because they didn't understand or they were afraid of firearms, um, people in the middle that just didn't know for sure how they felt, and then even people that, that feel like, yeah, I've done it all, I know it all, because you started our video shoot, which is you know the video that we, we posted on our, our Facebook page. We call it Friends, or, uh, Friends Fun, and Firepower. Um, you started it with the best safety briefing I personally have ever been in. Well, thank you. And, and that's something we developed since uh, we started the, the Desert Wolf Tours com- uh, company. Um, you know, we, we uh, worked on it over about a year and came up with something that's both fun, mm-hmm. but everybody can relate to. So we talk about different scenarios and we try to uh, relate why pointing a gun at somebody, even if you're 100% sure is unloaded, is akin to pointing your Suburban at a at a group of first graders waiting for the bus, putting it in neutral and gunning the engine. You would never do that. Oh my Even gosh. though you know that it's not in drive, you would never do that. That's a visual. Yeah, and so that's how we try to relate it, and, and it works out well. Yeah, It really did. And, you know, we had, uh, obviously, Carrie Lightfoot of The Well-Armed Woman, who's going to be joining us in a minute, and Barbara Baird of The Women's Outdoor News, uh, who's joining us in a minute. These are experienced people, but everybody focused fully on the safety briefing, took it 100% seriously, and that's such a good example to any of the newbies that were out there with us that you never know it all. Exactly, and that's what I tell folks who come out for the first time. Whether you're a civilian or you're a Navy SEAL, not on an operation, if you are at the range, you go through the safety rules. Well, it's, it's fantastic, and that's how you can have fun. You know, right? I'd like to add, too, that having that safety brief, we had... 10 different guns that no one's ever shot before with several people that's never shot that type of gun, we didn't have any problems because we talked about it prior to handling the gun. Exactly. It was, it's fantastic. And every time you go out, even if it's just you and your spouse or you and your child, you have your safety briefing because it focuses your mind, right? Exactly. Even you by yourself. Yeah, really? Take your moment and, and go through the steps. It's like yesterday, a pilot checking the airplane. Yesterday, I bought 28 guns from a, a lady, and uh, she said all the guns were empty, and two guns were loaded in the chamber. How do you like that? 
There you go. That's exactly, you know, because every gun is always loaded. And they were loaded when I, I I treated them all as loaded anyway. Right. Exactly. Fantastic. All right. Well, stick around because coming up, we have more with Zev Nadler. And joining the conversation, we have our good friends, Barbara Baird of Women's Outdoor News and Carrie Lightfoot of The Well-Armed Woman to talk about all the serious fun that we had during our video shoot. Stick around. Hey everybody, this is Joey Rocket Shoes Dylan, world champion gunslinger and Hollywood gun coach. In the Westerns, there's always a good guy and a bad guy and sometimes the ugly guy. And I always root for the good guy, which is why I'm here to tell you about the good folks over at azfirearms.com. They are straight shooters and always give you the best deal in town. azfirearms.com is the biggest little gun shop in Arizona and have something for every single gun enthusiast. Long guns, pistols, hunting, military, law enforcement, home protection, you name it. And when you've got some guns to sell or trade in and trade up, azfirearms.com are the folks to see. Geez, they bought a cannon once. They are family owned and operated, friendly staff, courteous, totally reliable. azfirearms.com will give you the best value for your used guns. So stop in, see my friends Dan and Cheryl Todd at azfirearms.com in Old Town Avondale off the I-10 and Dysart Road and tell them Joey Rocket Shoes Dylan sent you. Don Collier here, letting you know that you won't get fool's gold at Potty Gold Auction. They're the genuine article. Potty Gold Auctions off guns, coins, jewelry, and antiques of every kind. Stop in and see my friends Dan and Cheryl Todd in Avondale, Arizona for some live auction action. Or check them out on the web at pottygoldestate.com. Auctions take place the first and third Tuesday of every month and are full of a great mix of antiques, collectibles, jewelry, guns, and coins. Visit our beautiful air-conditioned showroom off the I-10 at Dysart Road at 215 East Western Avenue in historic downtown Avondale. You will find a friendly and knowledgeable staff, comfortable chairs, and we even serve free birthday cake at every auction. Or bid from the comfort of your home at potofgoldestate.com. Don't miss out. Everything is going, going, gone at potofgoldestate.com. Welcome back to Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform, and sometimes we just have a little bit of fun. We are sponsored by azfirearms.com, the biggest little gun shop in Arizona, and we are about to be joined by three guests to talk about the serious fun of firearms. That's our theme today. And in studio, we've held over Zev Nadler. We've just been talking with him. He's the owner of bestdronage.com. You're going to definitely want to check out his company. And and he helped uh, to make a video of some of this fun that we were having. And on the phone, we have Miss Barbara Baird of Women's Outdoor News. Barb, are you with us? I sure am. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. And Miss Carrie Lightfoot of The Well-Armed Woman. Carrie, are you with us? Uh Uh-oh. Well, we had a phone problem. She will be with us. I guarantee you she will be with us. And uh, we all went out to the desert. So what we're talking about today is about, I don't know, two months ago, Barb, was it? Yes, it was mid-April, wasn't it? Okay, that's two months now. That's what I thought. We went out to the desert here in Arizona because we have that ability. Now, people listen to us all across the country. So 
some of them are going, you went, what? You did who? So out here, we have some open lands. So we went out to the desert, and we just had a blast together, huh? Yes, yes. Cheryl, <laughs> yes, some, some people might not know what but, open um, land but, um, is. Bump. Yeah, what is open land? <laughs> so, well, having been in the tour business, I'll, I'll tell you that Arizona is, is about 28% private land, and the rest is uh, native reservation as well as uh, government land, which includes the Bureau of Land Management and Arizona State Trust. And the Bureau of Land Management um, is really where most people are able to shoot. It's open land, and, and they actually encourage it, and it's part of, part of what they try to, to allow to happen for us. Yeah. And, uh, you know, in our discussion, I wanted to touch on the fact that it, it's such a, a privilege that we have to have that kind of open land and that we have to treat it with the respect that it deserves. Um, Cause Barb, you are in Missouri, right? Yes. So you guys, what, what's it like there? Do you have a lot of open lands? Um, I don't know the percentage like Zev does, but um, I would, I would say that uh, no. <laughs> yeah. We don't not, not as much as you guys do. Yeah. And so, so it's a privilege and we really need to treat it with respect and uh, clean up after ourselves, and that way it's it's available for the next generations. Um, I think we found Carrie. Miss Carrie, are you with us? I am. You found me. Oh, fantastic. I'm sorry. You know, sometimes phones just uh, have a mind of their own. That's okay. All right. Well, welcome to the show. We are talking about the serious fun of firearms and uh, the, the video shoot that we did a couple months ago out in the desert. Oh, gosh, what a blast we had. That was so much fun. So much fun. It was. And it started, Get follow this timeline, right, Barb? It started because you sent me a text and said, hey, I'm coming out in, in a couple of weeks, right? Right. So so she says, I'm coming out because she's got some family that, that uh, winters here, I guess. Yes. And... Uh, then we're like, well, you know, as long as you're going to be here, let's not just go have coffee. Let's uh, let's go blow something up. <laughs> <laughs> and then Barb's like, well, as long as we're going to blow something up, we've got to invite Carrie. Yeah, right? the well-armed woman. <laughs> That's right. And uh, then I met Zev and found out that he's a professional videographer. And it just kind of morphed into the video that we posted last night called Friends fun and firepower and you can find it on our site at gunfreedomradio.com you go to the about gfr tab click the down arrow go to videos boom you're there and it is just a whole lot of fun i don't know if you guys have it posted on your sites yet do you yeah yeah i do we both uh-huh. do i think yeah it's all a right great video we want to get it out there and Zeb did such a great job putting it all together you really do it and especially i love the the drone shots Zeb. they're really sweet well thank you well, you guys are missing the best part of it. You not even mention the fact Barbara's dad. He was the star of the show. I don't think he's in the video, but what fun that was, Barb, to bring your dad and let him shoot some of those guns. Well, thank you. But he is in the video, actually. Oh. There's a little appearance, and I'm working with him just on um, just on that particular new gun that he was shooting. Oh, good. Well, and yep, I... he is the man in the red shirt, and we're okay. holding. He's, I think he's got a Glock. The man in the red shirt. With the yeah, maroon shirt. Sounds yeah. like he a was sweet, though. He was novel. like a kid in the candy store, wasn't he? Yes. Yeah. And then he got to shoot the cannon. And my father is 80, 
81 is Bill Wright's college textbook. So does that tell you something? He's like in a mind like a steel trap. So he was really enjoying that day. Well, and it was a special moment. And it's so neat that it was caught on film that um, the daughter is teaching the father about firearms and the proper stance. And it was it was incredible to me. I loved it. All right. So let's just be sure that everybody knows who these voices are that we're talking to, because these aren't just anybody we're talking to. We're talking to Barbara Baird of Women's Outdoor News and Carrie Lightfoot of The Well-Armed Woman. Barb, tell us a little bit about Women's Outdoor News. Sure. I'm happy to. And as you know, you're one of our favorite columnists these days with The Flame, your new column that appears monthly at Women's Outdoor News, which is a digital magazine. It's entirely online and it features women who are hunting, shooting, fishing, and leading lives of adventure. It's fantastic, too. You've got to check it out. It's at uh, womensoutdoornews.com. Yes, ma'am. It can't get any simpler than that, right? That's true. (laughs) And then uh, Carrie Lightfoot of The Well-Armed Woman. Uh, We're in Arizona, and so we're neighbors, basically. You're out here in Scottsdale. Tell us a little bit about what you do, Carrie. Well, The Well-Armed Woman is a, a comprehensive resource for women shooters, so um, it is it is everything for women and shooters. Uh, we, we we cover everything from the brand new shooter content, information, resources, uh, design products and holsters for women shooters for concealed carry, and we also have a national nonprofit program, the the Well and Women Shooting Chapters, which has well, we're closing in on 300 chapters um, all across the country, and so that's what we do. If it has to do with women shooting self protection, then then we try to provide that or send you someplace where you can get what you need. And that is so important because a lot of times we women, we weren't raised with guns. You know, if we had dads with guns, they were out with our brothers maybe, but not with us. And so it's a little intimidating for us to just walk into a range and, Mm -hmm. and just pick some, one of the guys, one of the big burly guys and say, okay, teach me how to use this thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It is intimidating. And, you know, there's just so much information for us and, and, you know, there really weren't resources that spoke to women and what our questions were and our needs. And so that's what the woman woman tries to do is kind of create that comfortable, respectful environment for women to get their questions answered and learn and grow and carry safely. You guys are doing an awesome job. And, you know, if you keep it up, it's going to change. There'll be more women buying guns than men. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and that's no good. Doubt. There's nothing wrong with it. The more the bar- merrier. But keep it up. Good work. That's right, right, Danny. And we'll make your store smell better too. <laughs> hey, that's that's true. good. That, that's that, good that, point. that would be awesome. It, let's just don't put flowers in there, okay? <laughs> Maybe we'll you never women, women are definitely buying guns. That's for sure. We're, yes. we're buying a lot of guns. They are, and you know, I we talked about the sweet moment of of the daughter teaching the dad, a uh, Barb, and uh, working with her dad out the day that we did our video shoot. But um, Carrie, you had a moment that touched my heart. Um, you were helping my cousin Rhonda, who is really new to guns and really timid. And um, there was a moment where you know one of the the guys that was out there, he was he was saying the right thing to her. Hey, be careful about, but his manner was so jarring that I was afraid she was just going to put the guns down and go sit in the car. Yeah. And so I, I tapped you and I said, Hey, can you go just talk with her for a minute? And it just changed everything. 
Oh, good, good. It was just a matter of it just being encouraged, you know, and feeling like it's okay that that I'm learning and that I don't know everything yet. And and sometimes, sometimes you know, the guys are just different. And um, you know, there's amazing, amazing instructors out there. Um, and it's just a different language. You know, that book, Men Are From Mars and Women Are From Venus or whatever. I mean, that kind of stuff comes into play on the range. And when you add in the anxiety or the self-consciousness that a new shooter can have, um, that just that kind of gets amplified. So um, it's one of the one of the reasons, I think, that, that most new shooters are female shooters tend to be more comfortable, especially in their in the starting stages with another woman who they know just kind of understands. Absolutely. And we're all brand new to something, right? Mm-hmm. And so speaking of being brand new to some things, there were a few guns out there that, you know, the three of us are looking at each other like, I don't know what it is. Do you know what it is? I, I don't. <laughs> Danny knew what they were. But Danny knew what they were. Yeah, okay. like the Bryn, when I got the Bryn gun, it was cut in half. Uh-huh. And so it actually was cut in three pieces and had to be rewelded. So you kind of have to know the gun before. Well, why know, would that be? Because they... They were illegal machine guns. I mean, not illegal. They were machine guns that were cut in, in pieces so they could be sold as parts. And then I have a manufacturer license, so I can make them a machine gun again. And that's what we did. And it's a lot of work. And you've got to understand the guns. So. And that's why it's such a rare opportunity that we had uh, because we happen to have the, the right kind of licensing and we happen to know the right people that can repair these guns that have been cut in half. And then we happen to know the right people to go out with and have fun with. I just loved the, the historical fact. I loved, I loved seeing all those World War II firearms and getting a chance to hold them and touch them. And I'll tell you what, those were heavy. Yes. <laughs> all those guns were so incredibly heavy. So are you guys um, telling me to let Cheryl know to, that I can buy more? Yes. Yeah. See, there just you go. Invite us out to shoot Thank you. Oh, anytime you guys are welcome. Anytime. I just Thank got you. ganged up on. I don't yes, know what did. happened, but I, I think you that's did. my cue to run out to commercial. But everybody's going to stick around, right? Right. Yes, ma'am. Fantastic. And Zev, you're still here with us. Yes, I am. Just listening intently here in the studio. Uh, stick around because we do have more with Carrie Lightfoot, Barbara Baird, Zev Nadler, and we're going to talk more about friends, fun, and firepower on our show today that is titled Firearms Are Serious Fun. Stick around. I'm Rob Morse from the Self-Defense Gun Stories podcast. Each week we share stories about men and women who saved lives. Now I am asking you to be a lifesaver as well. The Second Amendment Foundation protects our rights to keep and bear arms. They defend our rights in courts from coast to coast. Today, they need our help. Please go to saf.org and join the Second Amendment Foundation. That's saf.org. And we're back with Cheryl Todd talking about the huge gun-buying event at azfirearms.com. Oh, AZ, I get it, as in Arizona. Yes, but... Oh, or AZ, as in everything from A to Z. Well, yes, that too. But what I'm telling everybody about is that azfirearms.com is having a huge gun-buying event to buy your old firearms all across Arizona and everything from A to Z. That's great news. See, my grandpa left me an old shotgun, and it's just sitting on a closet shelf at home. So I can bring that into azfirearms.com and sell my gun. 
fun? Absolutely. azfirearms.com buys, sells, trades, and even consigns your old firearms. Any vintage, any style, military, long guns, handguns, hunting, or home protection. Single items or entire collections. We offer the highest value for your used firearms in a safe and friendly environment, staffed by knowledgeable people. azfirearms.com is Knoll Town Avondale off I-10 and Dysart Road. Come on down to the huge gun buying event every day through the end of the month at the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. And for all your firearm and ammo needs, visit azfirearms.com. Be a part of the gold rush and head on down to see my friends at Pot of Gold Auctions in Avondale, Arizona. Or check out the auction online at potofgoldestate.com. These folks auction off guns, coins, jewelry, and antiques of every kind. Everything is going, going, gone. So you best hurry and tell them Don Cogger sent you. Welcome back to Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, educate, and inform. We're sponsored by AZ Firearms, the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. You know, our theme today is firearms are serious, serious fun. And we've got uh, Zev Nadler, Barbara Baird, and Carrie Lightfoot with us. And guys, I just have to tell you, you it's awesome when we get you all together and, and we go shooting, and uh, it's nothing but fun and serious, right? That's true. I would agree. Now, what we do enjoy doing things together, and you two actually have a new project that you're working on together that was just announced at the NRA convention in Kentucky. Do you want to unveil it again here? Go ahead, Barb. Sure. sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll start, Carrie. Uh, Carrie and I just talked a little while ago, probably like about a year ago, about launching a podcast, which is one of the fastest-growing ways to reach the millennial market, also to, to reach women. I, I heard the other day that 21% of everyone who listens to audio any longer is listening to a podcast, and those people are listening to an average of six hours a day, whereas normal audio listeners are, you know, radio or whatever, like four hours on average a day. So anyway, Carrie and I decided the time was right, the time was now to launch. Carrie, take it away. It's the Women's Gun Show. And I so, love your logo. It looks like oh, Rosie the Riveter with a, with a pistol tattoo on her muscle. I love it. <laughs> In magenta. <laughs> In magenta, yes. <laughs> She's flexing her muscles, and we're thrilled. We have uh, Ruger as the sponsor of the show. And if you can tell, that tattoo on her arm is actually uh, the Ruger American. So there you go. Had a little fun, had a little fun with that. Yeah. Well, well played. We're going to focus weekly on, you know, we're going to try to feature survival stories and then use those to learn from. And we're going to focus on news in the industry, products, reviews, you know, what shooting activities are happening around the country for women. And one of the, one of the most fun things, I think, is we're going to do a fan of the month. And uh, so women can register for that on either of our websites under the podcast link. And... Then we'll we'll pick one winner each month, and she will win some goodies from the Wild Woman, and she will be featured on the Women's Outdoor News, and then she'll also be a guest on the show. And I think I think it's going to be great to have women on the show with us, where they can kind of share their stories or their experiences, and I think that will inspire and and help other women. So we're very excited about it. Well, you should be, and you both, everything you do is such high quality, and all of the people that you know and are going to reach out to for interviews are just the best people in the industry, the the brightest minds, and your first series is so great and so important because it touches so many people, and that is basically how do you shoot 
and be pregnant, right? Yeah, or do you shoot when you're pregnant? Right. That was the, the question, and uh, we brought in some research and some, uh, t- some uh, what else should we say, some opinions mm-hmm. of people. So it's a three-part series, pre-pregnancy, during the pregnancy, and then after the pregnancy. You know, you have things to think about as well, whether, whether uh, you know, you're going to take your baby to the range, uh, eye and ear protection, um, lead levels again if you're nursing, that type of thing. So it's a comprehensive um, resource, really, for women who are considering getting pregnant or if you know somebody in your family who loves to shoot but is, is wondering whether or not that's really safe or you know, where she should draw the line, just take a look at either of our websites and you can download the, the series. Well, I know, I know that if I ever get pregnant, I'm not shooting. Danny, <laughs> okay. I know. I think you, you right. just put your feet up and relax. That's right. And you know, is that... Uh, I'm sorry, Zev here for a minute. I really love that you guys are doing that because um, I find that women are far better shooters than men from the get-go. So when we get folks that come out that uh, have never shot a gun or even seen a gun before, the men are all about how do I look, you know, how, <laughs> what kind of dust, Truth what kind of plume, you know. And I always say, you know, gals are always better shooters. They can have babies. You guys can't have babies, okay? They're doing really big, cool stuff, and you're wondering how you're going to look with a gun. So you actually going further and taking that and doing a study on it and giving people the data they need is just fantastic. I'm, I'm so happy to hear that you're doing that. Yeah, we're, we're excited, too, because we get a lot of questions about it. And we actually had a very special guest on that, fir- that first show um, on the pregnancy, and that was Gabby Franco, so who is, who is pregnant, if, if, if you all out there don't know that yet. So it was a thrill to have her on and, you know, her sharing her thoughts, her decisions, you know, the choices that she's making now that she's pregnant. So, yeah, it was a really great launch to what I hope will be a really positive and well-received podcast. So how do people find your, broad, broad, uh, your podcast? Well, currently, you can go to either of our websites and search for the podcast. I believe we have categories and pretty easy to find on the landing pages. Very good. Well, Dan, we're going to let you get a word in edgewise here. Let's go back and talk about the video that we had Zev come out and bring his drone. It was in April, and all of us came together just to have some fun out there. What were some of the guns that you brought out? Well, first of all, you put me in shock here. You're actually telling me to talk now? <laughs> I, you know, once Enjoy. in a while. I know. Live it up. Okay. Well, we have an, an M60, which is a 308 uh, full auto belt fed gun that's currently used in military. And uh, Columbia uses it. U.S. uses it. There's several countries that use it. Then we also had an MG42. That's a World War II German machine gun that's 8 millimeter belt fed. We had a uh, M16 that was US, a U.S. gun for the military. It started in Vietnam War. There was a Bryn gun. The Bryn gun is a 303 British, and that was Zev's favorite. And I'll tell you, the guy, he, I didn't think I was going to get it back <laughs> because he was, like, laying with it and stuff. He loved that gun. <laughs> That's and, called shooting prone, and you babe. Know, oh, okay, all right. This isn't that kind of show, is it? <laughs> I didn't think so. But with Dan, it could always take a turn. I'm just well, saying. I'll I just tell you that, you know, I, I, I enjoy shooting, but more than that, I enjoy people shooting my guns. Uh, There's just something about that when, when you have new people come or people that's never shot a machine gun before come. That's my joy. It's worth the price of admission. Yeah, Carrie, what was your favorite? You know, I like the Bryn too, um, but I, I think my favorite was the, the fully auto Glock. 
Yeah, oh. we've got some footage of that on the That's video. That's really fun. It's yeah, amazing that, how, how much power that has, you know, and how you really, really have to lean in. Yeah, so you can't. Great. It's really hard to control, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's not real practical. That's and, a model of a Glock 18, and uh, it you can pull that trigger, and all the rounds will go out before the first case hits the ground. That, yeah. That, that's a fun gun, but maybe not a practical gun, like you were saying. Right. But And who knew that there was a full-auto Glock, right? So, we also had a SIG 550, which is a full-auto uh, 223, which is one of my favorite guns because it just it works and it works and it works. Isn't that the one you kept shooting everything from really far distances, yes. just using iron sights and offhand? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you were getting me a little bit jealous. Of yeah. that's, that's, that's Showing one of my favorite off. I don't but how did he look? That's yeah. what we needed. Yeah. He looked real good. <laughs> you know, I didn't get to shoot that much, but I, I'm, no, let's say I didn't shoot that much. It's not that I didn't get to, a, but then the Solthern, that was Solothurn, that's a 20 millimeter. And that's when Barbara, your dad really made me feel good about that. When he got to shoot that gun, I mean, he's 82 years old and he shot a 20 millimeter gun. <laughs> and you know, that gun doesn't just say, okay, I'm done. It, it, it kicked, it, it recoils. Yeah. Has a yeah. heavy recoil. And Barb, what was your favorite? Well, of course, the cannon. Mm. Yep. You yeah. know, coming from the women's cannon team in Virgi- in uh, West Virginia from a couple years ago when I was covering a story there for the North South Skirmish Association, mm-hmm. it was great to be able to shoot another cannon and not just have to run out and light a fuse. Well, I've got some more if you want to come and shoot them. But get this, we were we had a golf tournament in our neighborhood last week, Thursday. There was 400 golfers there, and they had us shoot that 105 howitzer at the start of that tournament in my neighborhood. Wow. <laughs> it was, you know, that's a movie star cannon. Really? Yes, it is. That was the Batman. Yeah. the significance of that. Yeah, Little Batman movie. versus Superman. It won't sign autographs, but you can take your picture with it. <laughs> but it, can you imagine that? I mean, we're in a, a residential area of thousands of people, and we shot the cannon at 7 o'clock in the morning. Oh, my. And a lot of people from out of state. And that's just our welcome to Arizona, you know? <laughs> yeah, the people in attendance loved it. The people who were just sleeping in their beds a street or two over were probably not loving us. And we did, a little rattled. Yeah. We, did, we did hear reports of car alarms going off. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. So. All right. Well, we almost are out of time, but I definitely want to touch back around with, with each of our guests and ask them, you know, what? is going on with you we've just come from the nra meetings did something significant happen there do you have some project you're you're working on that you want to let everybody know about let's start with zev yeah you know the uh the meeting was amazing first of all i I did have the opportunity to meet with uh uh colonel west and and that was amazing um i'm I'm jewish and i actually walked over to him and said you know i gotta apologize for uh what seems like so many uh jewish representatives congressmen and senators being anti-gun. And he goes, you know, Zev, if, if, if you feel you have to apologize for that, I'd have to apologize for Al Sharpton. And we, we can forget <laughs> Al Sharpton. And I'm like, Colonel, we can forget Feinstein and Schumer. And it was a good laugh together. But I think that that, that was anybody, probably my highlight. Could anybody apologize that much? Maybe <laughs> not. Anyway. Maybe not. No, but I think uh, what I really came away from uh, um, the convention was target systems. Um, there are some amazing new target systems in steel, electronic, uh, in video that really, really captured me. And uh, I'm, I'm going to be pursuing those over the next few months. So. That's awesome. Hey, Barb, how about you? What, what's going on with you? Did you have something from the NRA meeting or you have a, uh, something burning on a side plate you want to tell us about? Well, I think let's, let's just stay on the NRA theme. And I was able to meet with Susan LaPierre, the wife of Wayne LaPierre, and talk about 
partnering with Women's Outdoor News and the Well-Armed Woman and, and, and what you're doing, Cheryl, and just how we can all work together, to network together, to continue this momentum in the women, for women and guns in the industry. That was exciting. That is exciting. That is a big deal. And I'm glad that that people are seeing that women are such the future Mm -hmm. of of the firearms industry because we're the moms, (laughs) you know, we're the wives. And uh, you're the leaders. And uh, I wasn't going to go there, but you know, it's thank you. We're an influence. And, And Carrie, how about you? My, you know, my biggest takeaway was was just the incredible attitude and spirit of, I mean, there were 80,500 people there mm-hmm. or whatever. It was such a great mood. Everybody was so happy. And one of our leaders ran into a policeman and was talking with him, and, and, and he said that there had been no incident and that he had been thanked more for doing his job, you know, more in the last three days than he had in the last 17 years on the force. Well, get so, this. I'm sorry, Carrie, but when you said there was no incidences, right? Yeah. People... I don't know if everybody understands. You can carry your gun loaded, concealed, or open carry there. Yes. And we're talking 80,000 people. And right. there was not an issue at all. No. And it's just a testimony to the, you know, to really who the American gun owner is. And right. So that was, that was my biggest takeaway. I just kind of left very proud. And um, what's new, well, we have a great raffle going on, uh, which is on the website to benefit the Well and Women Shooting Chapters. And that's an LWCR. Um, ICSPR rifle, carbine, so check that out. And we're moving this weekend, personally, so I'm just been in the middle of boxes and my big... <laughs> that's what I'm doing all next week is moving, so... Well, see, this proves <laughs> that you're my friend and my pal, that you will stop your moving process, which is never fun, to, to take time out to, to join us on the air and talk about our, our video, Friends, Wait, Carrie, Fun, and Firepower. Carrie, are you going to move closer to us or further? Um, Probably a little bit farther. Dang it. <laughs> but it's a ranch. So but I'll be wouldn't? able to shoot. I'll and be able to shoot out there. So I love it. All right. Well, we have to run. But real quick, round robin. Carrie, tell us uh, how to find you and follow you. Uh, com, And, of course, on Facebook and all social media. And Miss Barb. Womensoutdoornews.com. Perfect. And Zev. Uh, com and com. Awesome. Thank you all three for, for being a part of everything. The video shoot, this conversation. I'm, I'm just blessed to know you all. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you, Cheryl. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, stick around because we have our second hour of Gun Freedom Radio coming up right after this. And we're going to talk with someone who, the lady who went from being an anti-gunner to now teaching others gun safety. Stick around. Don Collier here, letting you know that you won't get fool's gold at Potty Gold Auction. They're the genuine article. Potty Gold Auctions off guns, coins, jewelry, and antiques of every kind. Stop in and see my friends Dan and Cheryl Todd in Avondale, Arizona for some live auction action. Or check them out on the web at pottygoldestate.com. Come listen to the Self-Defense Gun Stories podcast. Hear about armed civilians protecting people they love. Were they lucky or were they prepared? Come listen and learn at selfdefensegunstories.com.
And we're back with Cheryl Todd talking about the huge gun buying event at azfirearms.com. Oh, AZ, I get it, as in Arizona. Yes, but... Oh, or AZ, as in everything from A to Z. Well, yes, that too. But what I'm telling everybody about is that azfirearms.com is having a huge gun buying event to buy your old firearms all across Arizona and everything from A to Z. That's great news. See, my grandpa left me an old shotgun and it's just sitting on a closet shelf at home. So I can bring that into azfirearms.com and sell my gun. Absolutely. azfirearms.com buys, sells, trades, and even consigns your old firearms. Any vintage, any style, military, long guns, handguns, hunting, or home protection. Single items or entire collections. We offer the highest value for your used firearms in a safe and friendly environment, staffed by knowledgeable people. azfirearms.com is Knolltown Avondale off I-10 and Dysart Road. Come on down to the huge gun buying event every day through the end of the month at the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. And for all your firearm and ammo needs, visit azfirearms.com. Um...